now. Did you ever have something fall out of the clear blue sky and know exactly what to do? Our next story, it's not like that at all. Snap Judgment. I saw somewhere that they were advertising for, are you single? Do you want to find love? Then you should come on Get the Hookup. Get the Hookup was a black dating show. Y'all ready to play? Let's play Get the Hookup. Yeah, a dating show. But this one had a twist. You know, it tells you that you're going to have to do a talent, you're going to have to play games, and you can find your true love. And all I saw was TV talent. Maybe this is my big break. Ayana Duki was a stand-up comic. She was the kind you'd see at an open mic, doing her set for free drinks. So when she saw the call-out... That was what I was hoping. And I was going to wow the world and do stand-up comedy on the show. After an audition, she got the call back. She would be Get the Hookup's next Bachelorette. The day of the actual show, I am super, super, super excited and nervous and anxious, but like ready to go. So the stage was extremely cheesy. There was a pseudo bar in the back and there was a bartender. They were just there tending bar to no one. And there was surprisingly a full audience of people. That wasn't the only surprise. I think I remember I was talking to another contestant, another comedian, Don P., so we were kind of sitting around just contemplating, oh, what if it's a hot girl? So we start hyping each other up, like, oh, what if the girl's hot? What if the girl's hot? I see the three bachelors sitting on stage, and the first person I noticed uh, was another stand-up comic. And then I kind of waved and got his attention, and then he saw me. So when Ayana came out, we were all like, oh, okay. You know, because he was a comic, we all knew her. So the whole mystery thing went away. We are like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh, so I walk over the seat, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so dope. The two competed for stage time at comedy clubs. And at that moment, I realized this is the best scenario that could ever happen right now. So I say to the scene, I was like, look, and I, I whispered to him, this is what we're going to do. The producers were calling for places, but that's when Ayana sketched out a quick plan. Step one. She would choose Seton out of the three bachelors. He could do his jokes. Step two, when Seton got the option to ask her a question or see her talent, he'd choose to see her talent. That way, she'd get to do her jokes too. We can rig this game so that both of us are going to be discovered and we're going to be in Hollywood together. Yeah, so as we're here and, you know, okay, guys, go back to go back to the thing. I was like, Seton, okay, cool. Remember, I'm going to choose you. Me talk. And I go back to my seat, like, all right, from here on out, we're good. Seeing got me. And we're on in five, four, three. That's when host Russ Parr kicked things off, starting with the talent portion. The first contestant. I don't even remember this guy because he was just completely null and void to me. The other dude. After him, Mr. Smooth gets on. He came out and he did this great, like poem lights on the set completely dim there's a spotlight on me and him 
And as he's reciting the poem, he's walking toward me slowly. Your hair is the sweet sound of everything, and your skin is like licking the, the fruit of our nature. I want to put you in my basket of love, and we could be one. And, you know, he's, he's doing an excellent job at reciting this poem. Then he starts, like, rubbing my face and playing in my hair. All the women in the crowd, you can just hear, they're getting all excited and whatnot. I don't know. It was that deep. Russ is like, all right, bachelor number three, Seton Smith. Seton, what are you going to do for us today? Seton's like, I'm going to play the guitar. And Seton pulls a guitar out of nowhere. Immediately, I'm like, what the f*** is he doing? Maybe he's trying out a new act. Maybe he's deciding to do musical comedy. So he comes over and he sits down. He looks mad official putting his guitar on. I was like, maybe he knows how to play the guitar for real. So he starts to strum the first strum. So I'm like, oh, okay. This sounds this sounds like music. And he strums again, and then he goes, well, you know, you know the funny thing about playing the guitar? And he just starts to talk. You know, before I even tell you about the song, and then I would try to say, yeah, you ever think about killing yourself? Russ would be like, see, just tell the song, do the song. I'd be like, well, there's a punchline there, Russ, that, that no one will ever hear now. As I'm watching Seton bomb, I'm like, black people do not play with suicide. So I kind of walked off stage to a pitter-patter. So when Ayanna had to choose her dream bachelor, here were her options. There was bachelor number one, or the man she couldn't remember. Then there was bachelor number two, the sexy poet. And finally, there was bachelor number three, the comedian who sucked at guitar and comedy. And Ayanna didn't really want to choose the biggest loser, but they had a deal. You know, I thought it through. I saw what the guys had to offer. But there was one guy that really spoke to my heart. And for that reason, I'm going to choose bachelor number three. And you could just hear. It wasn't a boo, but it was like a what? Like, uh. And I look like, oh, wow. And Russ is like, for real? Ayana took the heat. The audience thought she'd lost her mind. But Seton did ask to see her comedy. And as she started doing her set, the audience started to warm up, joke by joke. And I did well. And I felt good. And I'm standing there and he goes, well, Seton, this lovely bachelorette has chosen you. You've seen her talent. Now the verdict rests with you. Are you going to go with this lovely bachelorette? Are you going to go with what's behind the curtain? Ross, we got to go to break. 90 seconds, everybody. Commercial break, I had to sit there and think, all right, do I want to go with Ayana or do I want to get what's behind the mysterious curtain? And so I remember there was a game show lady. I was like, what's behind the curtain? Is it good? She was like, I think it's good. And we're back in five, four, three... So when they came back from commercial and Seton had to make a decision. I was like, well, I'm going to choose behind the curtain. I'm like, what? I just did my stand up and you looked at my stand up and goes, nah, I don't want to mess with that. 
let me go ahead and holler at that curtain. Really? Like, that, that's what you did? And he looked at me, and the crowd looked at me, and they were like, what? <laughs> this loser didn't choose a girl? Fine. Get what's behind the curtain. The curtain's open. Da-da-da-da. And it's a one-year supply of passion fruit ice cream. An ice cream nobody eats. And with that... And that's a wrap. Good job, everybody. Uh, everybody except Seton. The filming was done. And I look at Seton, I'm like, what is wrong with you? And Seton acts like nothing. He's like, what? I asked, I was like, why didn't you follow the plan? He's like, I did follow the plan. I was like, you didn't follow the plan. He's like, I did follow the plan. I was like, if you followed the plan, I wouldn't have just got rejected on national TV. He's like, no, you said the plan was you choose me and then I would choose you to do comedy. You didn't tell me I had to choose you after. I was like, but that was implied. At this point, everybody's clearing out. As we're leaving, these women come up to me and they're like, girl, you crazy. Why you choose that corny dude? Why you choose him? And I'm just like, uh, I don't have a good answer. I can't be like, well, he's my friend. And we like rigged the entire show. This is not real lady. It's TV. So I was just like, oh, I thought he was cool. Girl, you got played. He ain't even pick your ass. You let that corny dude reject you on TV. You just, I, I didn't, ma'am, I didn't let him reject me. I didn't have a choice. You should have chose number two. I would have chose Bachelor number two. Ooh, girl, he was cute. That time like 15 is what I encountered on my way to get my coat. No one ever commented on my comedy. And what bothered me the most about that is he never apologized. Wait, wait, wait. So even to this day, he never apologized. Seton has yet to apologize to me for choosing ice cream over me. I'll apologize if she won't. Hey, 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 Ayana, hey, hey. <laughs> I am sorry. That was wrong. I hate you. But I feel like you, you like, you actually don't really think it's something that you need to apologize for. <laughs> he doesn't. See, I do. No, I see something. I do. Yeah, like you got embarrassed on TV. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, welcome to the club. I feel like we were all on, we were all on the boat. I can't. There, you know why? what's confusing? The dude who was a corny dude on the show just won the entire show. Thank you so much to Ayanna Tuki and Seton Smith. They're both comedians living in New York. We'll have links to their work at snapjudgment.org. The original score and sound design was by Renzo Gorio. It was produced by Liz Mack.